You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to Josh Follows Broadway. Take 17. We've been sitting here doing Wonder Rose <laughs> impersonations, and it's not going well. No. Um, hi, Elizabeth. Hi, Alan. How are my babies? Hello. Hello, Hello. David. Hello, Hello. David. Um, okay. Elizabeth, I want to congratulate you on your show that you were in with your school. Thank you That's so wonderful. Much. I'm so proud of you and your cast. Congratulations. Thank Continue you. making sure. Um, that's the new generation. And today we have a really special guest, somebody that I've been a fangirl of for a million years. Since you do the best, Myra Rose, Elizabeth, who is our guest today? Our guest today is Anna from Frozen. She is also in a production of Love Labor's Lost. She can fold in cheese like a master. And her name is Patty Murray. Patty Murray. You did this thing with your upper lip. Upper lip. That I don't, don't um, know how to do. It's called mouth acting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, so excited to have Patty on the show. She's one of the most incredible people on earth, literally. Also, just like one of my favorite performers, I've, uh, you know, I, I've always sort of geeked out when I've run into her. I'm always like, Patty Murray! Um, and so today I hope I don't scare her in my fandom, but we shall see. Here we go. Start rolling tape, David, for a new episode of Just Wellers Broadway. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Josh Swallows Broadway. I'm sitting here with the most fabulous woman. Um, I've been such a fan of this person for so long. Um, my obsession started a long time ago, but also, well, I'll, okay, I'll get into all of my favorite things later. But here she is, Patty Murin. Hi! Hi! Oh my gosh, Yay! thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm oh, so excited. I'm so glad that it, this is happening. This is like really, truly the highlight of, of my month, I think. <laughs> oh my God. Well, the first time I met you, I don't know if you'll remember this, we were doing like a step and repeat at some like drama league, drama, whatever, whatever luncheon. 
And I was like, hi. Um, so, you know, Fly By Night is my favorite show. And you were like, thank you so much. Hi. <laughs> like, it was so out of left field. And I felt so stupid. And I was like, okay, that was Patty Mirren. All right. All right. <clears throat> I love when people come up and say that they love that show. I mean, truly. Like, that's one of my favorite shows I've ever done. And so it actually, that like, I remember that, though, because I was like, oh, my, like, that's usually, you know, it's usually something else. It's usually anything else but that. But, like, I mean, my daughter's named Cecily because after the show, there's a song called Cecily, Cecily Smith. Cecily Smith. Oh, my God. I would cry every night just listening to Peter Friedman sing it and Colin Love. And we were like, that's a great name. And we've carried it with us this many years. And her name is Cecily. And literally just today, we were just having an impromptu fly-by-night, um, like, group text just to, oh you know, God. say hi. Yeah. So that the fact that you just brought that up makes me just, like, triply happy. It's my favorite show of all time. Oh, it's so um, it, The <laughs> staging was perfect. The cast was perfect. The music was the la-da-da-da-da. And I love all of your songs on it. And um, yeah, it's just so special. And, um, you know, I remember seeing you in Love Labor's Lost in the park. And immediately, it's just you have this infectious personality that just ignites serotonin in my brain. Like it just makes me happy. And it makes me feel like that's somebody who I want to, like, be best friends with. Oh, my God. Thank you. You're that's just the very, nicest very, thing very ever special. said about me. <laughs> thank no, you. No, you're so special. When did you start performing? Oh, gosh. I mean, my first show when I was little was when I was 11. I was in sixth grade, and I did Rodgers and Hammerstein's Cinderella. But because it was a huge sixth grade class, it was a weird, like, funneling of a lot of, you know, schools into one. There was 150 students in the play. And so I played a mouse. Yes, you did. Named Tina. (laughs) And the mice, I don't know. I don't, I I think back to this now and I'm like, this was absolutely insane. Um, They they added songs because you know what what a sixth grade production of Cinderella needs more of is definitely more sixth graders singing more songs that aren't actually in the show in the first place. And a mouse named Tina. And I think I was one of 22 mice. Tina, get over here with that needle. I mean, like what? Like it was it was delightful. Did you have a line? Oh, I had I had like 12. I was like I was like pretty good. Like I was Fuck pretty yeah, great. Tina. Yeah, Fuck I was Tina just like mouse. I'm Tina. I had glasses, but we we sang the Shoop Shoop song. You know, does he love me? I want to know. I, they <laughs> the that was our big number, and so, <laughs> and so obviously after that, I was like, well, <laughs> I am born for this. <laughs> <laughs> and you know that that was I, I grew up just very close to New York City, and so I had been going to see Broadway shows whenever you know my theater loving parents could take me and my siblings. And so um, that just sort of like, you know, then I was on stage myself and I was like, oh, this is really great. You know, so the the interest and the the like love of it was already there. But then actually getting up on the stage, it was like, oh, this is like suit like this is this is this feels like home. And so, you know, I just kept performing all through middle school and high school and community theater. And then I went to college for musical theater at Syracuse University and then I graduated and, you know, just that I just here I am 77 years later. <laughs> <laughs> Was there a moment when when you discovered you could sing like like everybody in the house was doing something and then all of a sudden you were like, ah, 
And everybody stopped and was like, who is that angel? No, <laughs> no. I remember going in for the audition for Cinderella and and my mom was like, okay, can you sing? And I was like, yeah. And I think I sang, <laughs> like we had like four, a choice of four songs. One was like Raindrops on Rose. You know, one was like Happy Birthday. And I, I sang Raindrops on Rose, like my favorite things to her. And she was like, okay. Like I, I, didn't, I don't remember her being particularly enthusiastic, but I'm sure I could carry a tune. And then I just kept singing in my room and belting everything in the whole wide world, like, to myself. And then it was a summer camp talent show that my dad came to. And he he told me afterward, like, right not right afterwards, but, like, you know, a couple of years afterwards. He was like, I was so nervous because I honestly didn't know if you could sing or not. <laughs> so Wouldn't like, that well, be terrible <gasps> if your kid sucked? Like, have you ever dated somebody really untalented? For like but five you seconds. Have, oh my! That's I know, it. I know. But I having can't. to be like, you are oh. so good, baby. You are wow. so good, and I just can't do this anymore. <laughs> so good. By the way, um, it's like it, it's it's truly, and and that goes for anything, not just performing. Like if you aren't good at what you do and what you have invested a lot of your life and and career path in, if you're just yeah. really not like. It's it's so hard. It's hard. You know what I mean? Um, but, you know, thank goodness. Like, it's I feel like I don't I don't know that I've actually had to, you know, had to sort of do that and be like, oh, that was so good. Because generally everyone I've, you know, have dated has been pretty fantastic. Pretty damn good. Pretty damn great. You know, <laughs> Bernie tells himself set me up with Colin. <laughs> like he just called me up and was like, hey. Got this really talented guy for you. Got this guy for you. That's how Bernie tells he talks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was, uh, yeah. I want to call you in for something. <laughs> That'd be great if he did talk That'd like that. That'd be amazing. <laughs> um, one thing that that also like I really admire about you. I try to be really open about like my own mental health issues, and it inspires the fuck out of me that you are the same way. Yeah, I um, you know, I've never really been one to I'm that person that if you're like, how are you? I'm like, I'm OK. I was better yesterday. And I guess I don't know. I don't know if I had a good breakfast. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not just, I'm usually never just like, good, thanks. You know, I just I, I have a need to like it's like I have truth serum running through my blood. Um, And so I've never really been one to sort of hide things. Um, And and I never really, really hit that. But. I never really spoke like truly spoke out about it um, until I until I was in for until a few years ago when I was in Frozen and I called out of one of the first shows I called out of um, during Frozen was because I had a panic attack that day. And I just could I couldn't like I couldn't even fathom going anywhere but my bed. And I posted about it on Instagram the next day and it just got so it got picked up like everywhere. And first of all, that goes to show how little we do talk about it when you know, it is it's a big story that like someone who's in a Broadway show is like, oh, my gosh. Oh, she you know, like that. That is like I'm not Nicole Kidman. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like I was like Nicole Kidman being like, I have depression. And everyone was like, oh, my God, like that. Mm. That to me just says how little we we speak about it. And so that was the response from it was so amazing. And, I, you know, I got to I, I got asked to talk about it so much more. And I got so many letters from so many people that I kept every single one of them. I read every single word of them. And and I was like, oh, OK, well, that that's my that's like, you know, 
my my I hate to say like my platform, but that was like, oh, this is what this is the thing that I'm going to use. Whatever sort of like following I get from f- being in Frozen, this is you know that that's this many ears to that can listen and I can sort of relate to about mental health because and especially in the last year with this pandemic thing. Oh my god. Yeah, it's it's more and more people you know that have had no no like brush with it whatsoever. I mean, not even like normal people with normal jobs, like not mm-hmm. actors. <laughs> yeah. And it's, you know, and, and I had more people than, than ever come to me at the very beginning of it and ask, you know, about my experience or like, you know, like what, how I had gone about like going to see a therapist or getting on medication or whatever. And it was honestly one of the first times that I was like, oh, I'm a helper. You know, like I can be, I can help people now. After years of, you know, you, f- you feel like you're always asking people for help and you don't want to keep asking and asking. And finally, I was like, oh, I can, I can like give back to, to whoever, whoever wants the information that I have. And so, um, so I, I've actually done okay this, this pandemic because I was like, it just, I don't know, it sort of brought something out in me. Also, we're actors. I'm so used to being unemployed, <laughs> you know, know right? not quite like this, but like, you know, it's sort of like what we kind of build our, our whole if we have a job, we just assume that we're not going to have a job, you know, for uh, in a little while. So it was uh, it was it was actually re- it was not it was really nice, you know, to just at least be able to feel like, OK, I can I can actually like tell people what I've what I've been through and, and see if if something clicks with them. Yeah, um, I found it very powerful, especially coming from, you know, like. Uh, not to get like too deep, but while you're playing like a Disney princess, which is like ideal and perfection and letting everybody know that like everybody deals with things and it's okay. But also when you talk about things, it gives you the power to know that things pass, that it's temporary, that it's okay, and that you're not alone. This year, I think for me, like definitely was really hard. I've been mm-hmm. having like panic attacks lately almost weekly and it's just like for nothing. It's just like, "Hey girl, what's up? You want to panic?" And it's yeah. like, "No, no, yeah. not right now." They're like, "I'm coming in." Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, "Too bad about hey." Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and it's just um it's such an odd time in the world. Um, but mm-hmm. um I feel like the more that we talk about it, the less lonely we can feel. Yeah, it's it's it. one of those crazy things where it literally is like you feel the most alone that you've ever felt, but there's bajillions of other people going through the exact same thing. You yeah. know, it's like it's like the epitome of like alone together, you know, and so sometimes just sort of knowing that's why like getting that response was good for me, too, because it, it reminded me of like, oh, right. Yes, I'm not alone. You know, there are this many other people have told me that they suffer from the same thing. And that's done good for me, too, because I'm like there I'm not I'm not, you know, the sole weirdo in the world that is, you know, unfortunately has to deal with with mental health issues. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Or a lot of weirdos. Yeah, there's a lot of weirdos yeah. out there. Yeah. Thanks. Come and join Proud us. Proud weirdos. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, it's scary. Also, like, in our profession where we're expected to do eight shows a week and press in the day and understudy rehearsals and yada, 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 and your dressing room's on the 18th floor. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, like, 
you're expected to be these warriors that even when, you know, sometimes dancers get injured, it's like, oh, where it's like, I finally have had the courage now with my, in the before times, you yes. know, my mm -hmm. recent jobs to be like, hey, I deal with depression and anxiety, yeah. hardcore. Mm -hmm. So, you know, mm -hmm. like, it's a real thing. I can give you the doctor's note if you need it. But, right. um, right. You know, I think it's important for performers and everybody to be able to put on their oxygen mask first, you know. Yes, that's a great way. That's such a great way of putting it. Exactly. Yeah, because it's, you know, it's that thing of like, you can't you can't do your job to the best of your ability if you're not taking care of yourself. And just because like we fit, we've focused so much on taking care of like your body, getting enough sleep, getting enough water, eating, blah, blah, blah. But it's also like. You know, it's I realized during Frozen that self-care, we talk about self-care. We think about like, go to a spa, get a massage, take a bath. And that's <laughs> not what it is. That's truly not what it is. That's called like that can be self-care, but that's kind of like pampering yourself. A lot of self-care actually sucks in the moment. Calling out of a show sucks. No sucks. one like it sucks. But that is like I think of that as that's present me giving future me a gift and it sucks in the moment and of course later on you're going to be like well no I feel fine maybe I could have done the show and it's like no that that's what self-care is is if if you have severe doubts just don't don't put yourself through that you know because I I did put myself through a couple of shows where I wasn't feeling well either physically or mentally and they were the worst experiences of my life of my yeah. life you know and and so I, I really think that like that that's something to remember and to sort of keep reminding people and keep telling people going forward is that it's like, yeah, sure, take a bath, but like also like do the things that are hard to do. Say no to something, you know, even if you really were looking forward to it, if if you are if you are not feeling like it's going to be good for you, stay home. You know, yeah. even if it sucks and you cry and cry and cry at home, at least you're not there and having a panic attack in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. during hair, I would have these crazy panic attacks on stage where like I would feel like like I'm going to faint. I'm going to faint. I don't know the words. What I I don't know what's coming out of my mouth right now. Uh -huh. I'm still in character, I think, you know, like yeah. I just need this to end. Yes. And um it was like that for so many fucking performances and I wish I would have been able to be like you shouldn't be here. Go home. Yeah. Yeah. Take care yeah. of you. You wish you could go back. And now now it's like I wish I there's you know, there was I did Wicked. I did the tour of Wicked. That was before I went on my medication, actually. And I remember so many shows being so in my head because I was so afraid of forgetting my lines. Mm -hmm. So afraid. And, you know, and I and so I would just be in my head constantly saying my next line to myself before it came out of my mouth. And now I'm like, I think that's why I really want to do Wicked again, because I'm like, I, I'm. I'm so much better now, like health wise, you know, sure. I'm also sure that I'm a better actor because that was like a thousand years ago. Uh, but like, <laughs> I, I just, I want the opportunity to like really live in that, in that role, you know, the way I, I, I was able to sometimes, but sometimes I, I, I wasn't, I just wasn't, I wasn't fully present. And I didn't realize that until after I went on my medication. And then I was like, oh, it's just a play, you know, and of course the stakes are high. And of course the, but like, you know, if you're doing the show very, very, very well, 95% of the time, like, that's also why people love theater. They like to see people forget their lines. The number yeah. one question people ask me is, has anything ever gone wrong on stage? That is the one thing they all want to know. Like, that's just, it's, they just want to know how you handle that. And for me, my answer is always like, 
you must keep your sense of humor about you. If no one is, is physically or mentally injured, you have to you have to be able to laugh at yourself because it's just it's a play. That's you know? what prom taught me that everything <gasps> is fucking funny unless you know that. somebody oh. gets hurt. Right. Of course. Um, yes. Yes. Yep. I mean, I've fallen in the middle of dance numbers. Everyone's like, oh, "Are you okay?" And I'm like. Glad that they asked, but I'm just like laughing hysterically because I'm just like because I just fell on a Broadway stage. Like I just yeah. I'm a butt in the middle of a Broadway stage. Like it's oh, I love that you that that's what prom taught you that because that oh, I love that show so much. I love oh, it so much. Oh, I I still remember the night that you and your friend Andrew came. Andrew, yes. Oh my gosh, he's so amazing and dreamy. Oh, oh my god, yeah, he really I'm, is. I'm a I'm a fan. Yeah. Um, but I still remember you being there because, you know, you you when people that you're like, oh, wow, I really like them. You know, when they're in the audience, you can see that. But when you're watching them have fun Ugh. while you're doing something that you love doing. Right. It's such a treat. But, um, you know, Brooks, Chris, Angie and Beth, like between the five of us, we I mean, anything could happen and we would just laugh and like. Brooks would drop a line and then just start like making shit up and then just start laughing about it. Or one time Chris went to we we um our our sound guy or whatever saved it as a clip so we could have it. Oh my gosh. Um but he tried to like option up a note. He tried to go like make rainbow dreams come true or something like that, but he went make rainbow dreams come true. <laughs> And it became like our half hour call. <laughs> and it was like, we're not fighting ISIS. Yeah. Yeah. We're not rescuing baby Sally in the well. Exactly. Like, I don't do surgery. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. it, it, it's, and you're, in, you, you know, you are inspiring people, but you're also inspiring people with those moments of, yeah. of just pure joy. You know what I mean? If it doesn't go exactly the way it's supposed to, you know, there. it's like, I like how you just phrased that too, because people, you know, I, and I used to be like, we're not saving lives here. And I've actually come to find that it is the opposite, that every so often you are saving a life and you don't know, you don't know that you True. are, you know? And I only know that because of all the letters I got, because I spoke out about mental yeah. health and how theater has had truly saved people's lives. And so, but it's not in a way of, you know, being perfect at your, at your, you know, in your performance at the risk of doing damage to your yourself, that's not going to inspire anyone. What's going to inspire people is watching Chris Siebert hit a crappy note and then laugh his ass off about it. Like that is inspiring because that's a world that people want to be a part of. And they they want the thing that they love so much. They want Broadway and the theater. And, you know, whenever they go see a show anywhere, they want it to feel as magical to the people on stage as it feels to them in the audience, you know? Yeah. Now, wait, Alan, Alan is saying... Alan, you have the clip of Rainbow Dreams Come True? I do, and here you go. Rainbow Dreams Come True! <laughs> I, I mean... One more time.
like just because we would laugh so much at our bloopers, our sound guy was awesome. Um, oh, sorry, God. Equity. Sorry, Ayatsi. Anyway, um, there was this great moment where Chris had a line and would go like, "Take that, Lin Manuel Miranda," but he f- like just couldn't say Lin Manuel Miranda that day, so he said, "Take that, Lin Manuel," and then Beth Beth goes, "Lin." It was just. It was just heaven. Um, uh, oh, God. That, Pretty great, huh? Take that, Lan, Min, Min, Lan, Min, Min, Lan, 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 Min, what? Lin. Lin Manuel Miranda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. That's so good. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That's, um, that's, that's, yeah, that's the Broadway that, that we know and love. That's the theater that we know and love. <laughs> but it took a lot of time to be able to, like, learn how to laugh when yeah. things go awry because I was like that always in my head like what Mm -hmm. is the line what is the line what is Mm -hmm. the line what is the line which is like yay I'm no longer present yeah yeah and exactly and it's like completely the opposite of like you know what we're supposed to be like striving for is like (laughs) you know knowing the line but trusting our bodies to say it when the moment when we're acting you know it's it's like it's so it it, it's so frustrating you know but like it's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I also used to put on a lot of weird pressure on myself being like, well, what does the audience think? What do like show fans think? What do, what yeah. do these people think? And mm-hmm. eventually it's just like, Josh, your life is hard enough. You know, like right. you can bully yourself just fine. Right. You don't right. need any any help with it. Like, right. leave it. Who cares? Yep. 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 It's yeah, it's it's that weird thing, you know, where it's like you're sort of. You're sort of fair game, I guess, for, you know, like whoever to have an opinion on whatever about you. And so that is, yeah, that is part of the struggle, too. I think being just an actor at all is like, what what do, what do people think? I am good in this. I think I'm good in this. Did they think I'm good? You know, it's just it's all about that. And and like, oh, it's just that that's the one thing about Frozen, too, that that finally I was like, I'm good in this. Like, I'm very good in this part. And I don't care what anyone says. Like, I don't care if the people look at my picture and are like, oh, she's too old for Anna. Like, I don't care. No, you were magical in that show. You were magical. Thank you. I just, that was one of those that I was like, no, this is a perfect fit. And none of you comment borders or like comment sectioners or whatever. None of you can take that away from me. And so that was a level, that was definitely like a level of like, okay, I feel like I like leveled up in terms of like, all right, my confidence, you know? But then, then it's like, who knows? Who knows what after? That's that's the other thing. It also goes up and down, you know? Some yeah. days you feel great. Some days you don't feel so great. Yeah. I'm glad that you got to do that with Casey. I really, <sighs> really love her. She's special. Yeah. She's she's amazing. We complimented each other very well, both Perfectly. on stage and in real life. We just were, we always say we're like, we're the same kind of like goofy, you know? But she is like, she's so much more like graceful and like poised than I am. Um, and But she, she really taught me you know not like by like giving me lessons but like by watching her she taught me how to ask for what I want and how to not necessarily bend over backwards all the time for anyone which is something that I struggle with you know yeah saying yes and and we're taught to say yes uh, yeah yeah because it's like well what if you know what if they you say no and they go get someone else and then they never come back to you and it's that's that's she kind of like showed me how to kind of like not not think that way how to think yeah. she she knows her worth you know what i mean she knows her worth in such a beautiful way and so that that was such a great example for me to be looking at and she's so nice and you're so nice and now you're you're both mommies i know we 
have little baby girls. I mean, of course she has Isaiah, but it's. I was like, you know, we're putting them in Anna and Elsa rompers, right? Like, yeah, you right? know that's happening, right? <laughs> How's being a mommy? It's great. It's great. I say, as literally, my child is probably screaming upstairs because we're trying. <laughs> to make her nap in her crib and she's not excited about it. Um, it's it's really it's really great. I have to say I'm so glad that I that I didn't have have kids sooner because I still feel like Colin and I are ourselves. But now we're just ourselves with a baby as opposed to having everything start to revolve around, you know, like having a baby and getting stressed out about so much stuff. I just feel like I'm at the point where I, I, we know who we are as a couple. We know who we are as people. And we're also like, you know, we're smart and we have a lot of friends who have done this a billion times already. And so I I think we're like pretty, I think for the last 10 months and hopefully going forward, I think we're going to be like pretty chill parents, you know? Um, it's, it's also like, it's also been different because she was born, she was born very small. She was born four pounds, six ounces. Um, because I, you know, of course she was just wasn't growing and she also was born with a hole in her heart. So she had open heart surgery when she was 10 weeks old Mm. and we knew that was going to happen. We knew that that was, you know, they found some ultrasound technician found that on, uh, on an ultrasound at like 22 weeks. Oh my God. That's amazing. Insane. And so between her being small and and having to you know she we were she was supposed to be gaining weight but because of she had a hole in her heart it was kind of not easy to so the first 4 months of her life were completely focused on you know feeding her and she had a feeding tube in you know that we had to Colin had to like take it like thank god he played a doctor on tv like truly <laughs> because like those skills like <laughs> It was like he had been to like, like, like plastic baby boot camp. And then they were like, here's a real child, you know, it, it just so much of it was all about getting her to eat and going to the doctor constantly and, and whatnot. And so I think that that really sort of um, it puts you in survival mode. It puts you in the mode of like, this is our mission. That's it. That's what we're doing. This is how we're going to. And then I think when she came out of it and she was so great and now she's growing and she's like so delightful. And so it's like. What like what are we gonna do? Stress out about like you know she's only napping for a half an hour and not an hour. It's like she went through heart surgery, you know. <laughs> and it also it, I think it just puts everything in perspective, you know. It's like it puts everything in perspective, and and we're just we're just so thrilled with her. She she loves to laugh. She loves the dogs. She's <laughs> she has the the best smile in the world, and she's just like. I don't know. She she's she's like she's the best. Oh my god, I'm crying. I know. I feel like I'm gonna cry too. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet, and I'm so happy that she's doing well and growing and thriving. I just like I'm living my little gay fantasy Yay! of like you and Colin and her by a fire, and you two are like singing to her with like a ukulele or something. I just I mean. I'm not gonna say it hasn't happened. Every so often, oh. when she's when she's like super fussy, Colin will pull out his guitar because she she likes it. Thanks God, she likes music. She really does. She likes music. She likes when he plays the guitar. She loves Taylor Swift. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> I know. Well, because right when she was born, right when Folklore came out, and so it's like the perfect baby album because it's very gentle. You know what I mean? Like it's not jarring to the senses, and so. Sure. 
when she'd wake up at night to eat, I would just put it on. And now it's just in her. It's in her soul now. Oh. And so every time I put on like a tail, and of course, obviously, whenever Mark came out, then Fearless came out, we just, yeah. So I'm raising her right. Oh, that makes me so happy. One yeah. day Uncle Josh is going to yes. be like, and this is Sweeney Todd. Yeah. You're Grace. like, I don't know about that. No, that's fine. That's fine. You know what? We're all about like just, yeah. Here's the thing. My dad, who is... Like, probably one of the most, like, he wouldn't let us go see PG-13 movies until we were 13. Like really? he was, Yeah. But then I think back and I'm like, he was letting us watch Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. Like, my favorite song was Little Bitty Pissant Country Place. Like, I knew all the words to all of the songs when I was probably, like, nine. So, you know, it's, it's different. It's got to be, I guess it's got to be quality. And Sweeney Todd fits into that, so. I just remember my mom renting me i also wasn't really allowed to watch certain movies but then she came home from like blockbuster or whatever with the vhs of uh sweeney todd and um the angela lansbury thing one thing and um <laughs> the rocky horror picture show and i was like what are these and she was like they're weird you'll like them oh i remember great. it verbatim <gasps> they're weird you'll like them and uh sure enough and did you yeah. Yeah. I became obsessed. But I was also the kid who like grew up with the VHS of Into the Woods. Oh. But I didn't know there was an act two. No, absolutely till, like, not. No. I was like 12 or something. Oh, my God. Like one day I was like, I need a snack. And the tape <gasps> kept going. And then I heard the like, once upon a time, later. And I was like, what? What? What a magical moment for you. It, oh, my God. I was like, it continues. It continues. But then I was horrified. I was like, well, yeah, you, know. you killed her? Yeah. yeah. Speaking of, I want you as the baker's wife. Uh, so I want me as the baker's wife as well. Oh, I want you as the witch. I, I want you as one woman into the woods. When I saw, we watched that VHS in eighth grade music class. Um, of course, I was one of like three people in the class that was actually interested in it. And then I went out and bought the big CD with the words and learned all of them. And at that point, I was like, oh, who am I going to be? Red Riding Hood, Cinderella, the baker's wife or the witch? And like never <laughs> in what show are you like, oh, which great female role am I going to play? I'm just <laughs> great for all of them. And, you know, I feel like I definitely grew up past the Red Riding Hood. I'm I'm on the cusp of Cinderella, but baker's wife is now that I'm a mom. I'm like, oh, no. I And that was always my favorite role. That was no, always my favorite. Cinderella's fun, but I want I want your baker's yeah. wife so, yeah. so badly. I'd produce yeah. it myself if I could. But I can't because I'm poor. Uh -huh. Yeah, I'm poor. <laughs> Help me, I'm poor. <laughs> yeah, that's that is that's like I don't know why people always ask me what my dream role is, and I always say I don't know. But you know what? There it is. You found it. That's it. Good. That's it. Mm -hmm. I, you know, same thing with dream roles. I'm like, you know what? I just want to do shows with people that I really love, and shows that I hopefully really like. Yeah. That pay well. Yeah. That my dressing room isn't above floor three. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And that run longer than a couple months. I say I'm like I don't know if my dream role has been written yet. You know what I? You know because it's it's easy to be like I want to be Grace Farrell and Annie. I don't know if that's anyone's dream role, but you know, <laughs> but like I <laughs> I just feel like I feel like I've already played like my dream role is everything that Anna Anna is. You know? Oh like, my gosh! Everything. Yeah. So like, there's no other role that could really. And then and then I'm like, oh, the Baker's Wife. Yes, that one. Mm -hmm. Oh, mm -hmm. but. 
Anna still has all my favorite songs. For the first time oh. in forever. I love that song so much. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Oh. Uh, well, li- listen, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back with a fan call. Yay! Listen up, all you swallowers. Thank you for listening. Um, if you want to, check out our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Josh Swallows Broadway. You can support the show if you want to. What? Incredible. All right, we'll be right back with more Josh Swallows. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back from that incredible commercial break. We're still here with Patty Murin and our incredible producer, Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. Hello. Hi. Tell us about our fan call today. Well, our fan call is from a lovely human named C. She is from Bangkok, Thailand. She takes uh, classes online about everything, Broadway, performance, dancing, everything. And she has an awesome question about writing uh, music and shows. So awesome. Bring her on. Bring her in. Murin. Hi. Hi. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. What time is it where you are? Um, it's 2.30 in the morning. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. I'm thank obsessed you. With you. Yeah. Thank you for staying up so late. So you have a question about writing. Um, about, yeah, writing is a part of it, I guess. Um, so like during the pandemic, I had like time to explore like different sides of myself. And um, but then I also struggle a lot with confidence and like insecurity and in sharing like my work. So I've been writing and also doing some music and a lot of things. And it feels very like scary and vulnerable to kind of like share those things to especially with social media as the main platform right now. Mm. So I guess my question is like, do you have any advice for someone who wants to share their work but might feel a bit overwhelmed by it all and how do you kind of like find the balance between I guess you can call it like creative freedom and telling the right story for what the world needs to hear if that makes sense yeah sure Patty do you have any thoughts yeah you know my first thought is that sometimes or no not sometimes usually the things that are 
are, are the the biggest rewards are the things that scare me the most. So I always feel like, you know, when I like, I used to write a blog, I should really get back to that. But every time I, if I would feel a little bit of like trepidation, a little bit of fear or a lot of fear before pressing send, that would, that would mean I was doing the right thing. Um, because that's, that's, sometimes the most that's the hardest part of it all you know even i think even harder than the creating and the writing because that's like that's you know the, the it's hard but that's the the fun part it's the actually like putting it out into the world but the good thing is that i think most of the time strangers are the best people to release your your art onto because they they don't know you you know they don't know you and they are they i feel like they're the ones that are going to um, going to hear it or read it in the the most positive light. Do you know what I mean? As opposed to like, you know, I show like, oh, I showed this to my friend, but because my friend knows me, there it's just not quite. It's not quite the same. You know, they can really. I feel like strangers really can see it in a very um, objective way. And I hear you about the social media because the social media can be like. <laughs> the absolute the the it could be the worst you know what i mean but it can also be the best it can be the best and one thing that i always remember is that like you know reading like the comments section or the comments in general is like you're always going to find what you're looking for so even if a hundred people say that what you've done is amazing you're going to remember the one person that said they didn't like it you know and so i think just knowing that to myself can help help that helps me skip over you know, anything that's not constructive, anything that's that's just, you know, social media doing its negative thing. Um, does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's so important to also just keep making your art. See, I remember working with you at Broadway Weekends. You are an incredibly talented human with a huge heart and you are a beautiful artist. Share Thank your you. art with people share, and also share it with people that you trust. Take classes, um, but take classes that give real positive feedback. Don't if you have a teacher that's just like negative, negative, like this sucks, this sucks. Get out of there. Life is hard enough. You know, find find ways to keep growing. Um and try not try to be really kind to my friend C because making art is scary and we're going to judge ourselves harshly. So try not to judge the work. If I look back at acting I did like two seconds ago, I'm going to beat myself up for days. And, you know, I've been watching this movie, Bridge of Spies, because I'm really into spies. And um, this thing keeps, uh, this um, pattern keeps happening in the movie where um, Tom Hanks asks the spy, like, well, aren't you nervous? Aren't you scared? Like, at the trial, like, aren't, aren't you afraid? And the spy guy goes, well, will it help? And that is something I think that you can, oh, my God, maybe I'm not making sense. But, like... When you start hearing those voices or things that aren't helpful, don't take them to heart because will it help? No, that's my point. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that energy. You know what I mean? Is it going to change anything? Nope. Then take yeah. it out. You know, is it going to change what you've written? Probably not. So that's that. those kinds of, you know, in your own, the voices in your own head and the voices from outside your head, you know, it's like 
those are the ones to brush aside. Yeah. Um, and having worked with you, just trust yourself. You're so good. You're so talented. Um, and how's Bangkok? Um, we're all right. It's it's getting really hot right now, but um, we're now in our third wave. Third wave of the um. So uh, we've been really good for like last year, like the first wave, we've stopped really quickly. And then second wave coming now is just like really spreading. So we're now back inside. Okay. Um, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. not well, much going on right now. Hang in there. Um, Patty and I love you. Yes. And um, Patty, Colin, her baby and I are going to be moving in with you in a few weeks. We're, mm -hmm. yep, yeah, we're your new roommates. Congratulations. We have really good food and nice beaches. <laughs> Literally, you know, that's all I'm I can sold. That's it. I'm there. <laughs> there I'm, I'm sold. There. <laughs> Maybe if we can do a production of Gypsy one day. Done. I'd, yeah. I'd be happy, but Done. Um, yeah, yep. that's mm -hmm. all I need. See, mm -hmm. thank you for, for calling into the show. It's 2.30. Go to bed. Yes. <laughs> I'm so glad to be here. Thank you so much. It's really nice meeting you, Patty. I've so nice to been meet you. Admiring your work. Really nice meeting oh. you. Oh. Thank you. Yeah. Keep keep doing keep doing what you do. Really, yeah. truly. Your Thank your joy you. is is obvious. So keep that. Keep that. Don't lose that. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for both of your times. My pleasure. Much love, C. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love that. Mm. And, um, you know, also, if, you know, wherever you are, I'm sending you some love. This has been a tough year and a half for, you know, 87 years, however, however <laughs> you're thinking about it. And, um, yeah, put on your oxygen mask first. And um, Patty and I are breathing with you. Yep. That's the um, thing. You're not alone. Even when you feel the very, 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 even when you are literally alone and feeling alone. You are not alone. Yeah. Um, Patty, thank you so much for coming on the show. You just, you make my heart swell. You you make the world a better place, and you make me want to be a better person and a better performer. I just can't wait to give you a huge hug one day. <laughs> and, um, soon. Soon. Yeah. Soon, soon. One day. Yes. If, if, if 15 months have gone by already, then it's closer than that. You know, that's what I keep telling myself. It's not 50, whatever, like the hugs, the, the meetings, the, the going to see shows again. It's not 15 months away. And we've already survived 15 months, so we can do it's it. It's true. You know, there's a tree. Oh, God, this sounds so poetic. Like <laughs> the times of love and cholera. <laughs> I, in my, I like to sit in my kitchen and look out and my neighbors have a tree and I've I've gotten to watch it, you know, blossom literally because I'm at home all the time. Right. But it's like it just reminded me of like a year ago. Where were we? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We are so much further now. And, you know, it's it's slow, mm -hmm. but it's coming. And yeah. um Pretty soon we're going to be having a huge hug and matzo ball soup at Junior's. Oh, oh my God. Oh, uh -huh. oh. I miss their milkshakes. <laughs> I know. I miss, oh God, I miss so much. But listen, I love you. Thank you for coming on the show. Love you. Thank you You're so much amazing. for having me. Oh my gosh. Anytime. You know, I'm, I, I will do anything for you. Well, you're a dream come true. And thank you, everybody, for listening to Josh Swallow's Broadway. Tune in for more episodes coming soon. Bye. 
Josh Swallows Broadway is produced by Alan Seals, Dory Berenstein, and myself, Josh Lehman, with associate producer Elizabeth Wheelis. And special thanks to our Patreon producers, David Rimmer and Josh Harris. You can join them. All you have to do is go to patreon.com slash Josh Swallows Broadway. Leave a rating. Leave a review. I read them. This is how I continue living. Help me live. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for keeping Broadway alive and swallow you soon. Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There's enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.